Previously on Critically Stupid. Okay, I'll try and keep this one short. I I don't even know why I say that. I know I'm not going to. I'm sorry. I need a drink first. <laughs> okay, smash cut. Hey everybody, and welcome to yet another episode of soon-to-be world-famous Critically Stupid, and I am here with your recap. I finally got to see my uh, my my crush possible love of my life i'm i'm not sure yet uh captain davel star song again and i've had a contact information for him but but i just haven't done anything with it to be fair we've been quite busy with this whole stone of galore thing which incidentally is what it turned out davel was there for not so much for me Although he certainly tried to make it seem like he he was there for me, which which I have mixed feelings about. We we ran into him in in an alley, and he had all these roses, which I initially thought was was very very sweet. Uh, but then he got asking about our adventures, and Arnold actually noticed that that there was somebody on the roof, which is when I realized that this was perhaps not so much a, a social call as as a call as with with an agenda. Uh, so so obviously I, I confronted him and feeling a little bit hurt because, again, he's potentially the love of my life after Josh Pat, of course, who is the true love of my life. And and he, uh, Captain Starsong, insisted that he just wanted to, to talk to us. So I figured that was fine. What what possible harm could that do, provided the, the goons that he brought with him stayed outside so so we went into into troll skull where he told us that the stone has a lot of um i guess risks attached to it and we've you know there, there's been a lot of hints that the stone is not a stone the biggest one being that time we heard it talk that was for me at least that that was like the biggest tell that there's more to this stone than than just a stone. And and Dave will kind of confirm that and, and encouraged us to go speak with Romalia Haventry because he said that the stone could um destroy everything. Which I don't know, sometimes destroying everything sounds like something I would like to happen, but that's that's not fair to to the rest of the group. So so we thought that yeah maybe we should look into this this stone thing. And and the last thing that he told me was that that I needed to be careful who who I trusted, which which I thought was silly because obviously I don't trust that many people. But he pointed to Floon, and I've often thought there's something up with with Floon. Not just because he tried to drug me. Anyway, enjoy the show. I have a like a like a pirate's chest. Oh hell yeah! Um, so I have like a pirate's oh, chest. Oh look at that! So oh, I just yeah. literally like, I'm not I mad at that. I, I was just, gonna like, make fun of you for from... having a lot of dice, but I'm actually not mad at that. Oh yeah, no mine mine aren't exactly or I keep mine in this sack. Yeah. Mine are in it was part of a drawer of a so I have a drafting table and it had like a cloth drawer and I was tired of like the loud thunk on the table, so I was doing it in the drawer. But I was thinking I actually kind of like the metal dice, so I feel like I need to get more metal. Because I, I I think I recalled it Libra Sarcana is I can never say that word arcana. I'm not a very good 
What the fuck? Is that where you keep your I, dice? What? That's all of my dice are in here. What? Yeah. Holy shit. What yeah, the what is you, the story behind me... that? If, if you if you told me to guess what you kept your dice in and you gave me a hundred guesses, yeah. never would I would not have even come close to decorative <laughs> statue head. I am so mad that you let me go first, you asshole. <laughs> going on everybody welcome to your soon to be world famous dungeons and dragons real play comedy podcast critically stupid i am uh your host alexander james but today isn't about me because we have a fabulous guest with us in the studio uh her name is aaron and i will let her take it from there aaron hi how you guys doing thanks for joining us i've never played D before so this is gonna be fun Fuck yeah. What was your favorite part of last episode, Aaron? Favorite part of last episode was when Anthony sang and Diana was ornery. Okay. Damn. She, did you watch last episode? It's not even Have out you yet. watched That's every crazy. single one of our episodes? <laughs> Most. Uh, Aaron, Aaron, who's going next? Okay. Um, it's going to be, um, we'll do Gary. Uh, hello, everybody. My name is George of the Jungle. And my favorite part of the Oppenheimer movie was after the bomb dropped and Oppenheimer said, um, that just happened. <laughs> Anthony, you go next. I'm Anthony. I wanted I so played... much longer of a pause there for that bullshit not funny joke. <laughs> Anthony, if you could stay quiet for like another 10 full seconds. <laughs> Anthony, you go next. I'm Anthony. I play Arnold the Fart. <laughs> my my favorite part of last episode was um honestly G Gareth Gareth just walking forward because he was being ignored. He's like, oh, I don't matter in this situation. See ya, and he just kept going. I was like, I love this. This is the best. He's like, is, is he part of the scene? He doesn't want to be. He's, no one invited him. He's just. I mean, I I just walked him. past David. He didn't even do it. Yeah. I don't think he noticed. It was amazing. That was my favorite part for some reason. So, uh, Diana. 
Uh, hi, my name is Diana. I play Mel. I also have the Wolf Pup, Joshua Patrick, Josh Pat, JPZ. Um, I've not seen the Oppenheimer movie, so I can't really identify a favorite part. Um, but my favorite part of our last episode was, um, I mean, honestly, just having uh, Dave Old Star Song there because I thought that that might not happen again. Um, so, so getting a little bit more from him and getting a little bit better idea of his part to play, and also he's like just real sexy up here. So that you know, that was good for me. That was good. My favorite part was so I invented a nickname for Devil Star Songs uh, Bandits on the Fly, and it was the Boom Raiders. And I saw Anthony's face when I said it, but we were moving too quickly to like stop and explain it because he got really excited. And then we just moved on. And he just had to sit there quietly, and I thought that was fucking great. Yeah, that's my life. It's like Aww. being the okay. youngest child at Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> so we, the wow, youngest that was a child in a D and D podcast. Uh, yeah. The only difference is I'm. Um, way cooler cooler than, you're so uh, much yeah. cooler Actually, no now that i think about that i'm also way cooler than the rest of my family so who knows i mean the rest of you anyway <clears throat> every um, single right. one believe it or not cool 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 so we're gonna open with uh an improv scene that we build together um the basic premise of it is uh it is trash people in water deep picking up something curious something they weren't supposed to uh, so my questions are as follows. Diana, why are these fantasy trash people working after hours? Trash people? Trash people. Garbage. I assume you mean oh, like so in people my head, who collect they're... garbage. Yeah. Or... No, no, they're raccoons my in my head. They're raccoons. All right. Why are the raccoons working late? Well, raccoons always work uh, late because during the day there's a lot of people and if they see them, they kind of assume they're rabid and they just don't need that kind of negativity in their life. So they just wait till it's late. Raccoons get a bad rap. They, you know, they're, they're actually trying to help clean up Waterdeep by by collecting the, the trash. Uh, but people think that they're making the, the mess, but they're not really. They're good raccoons. I would love for you to answer my question. Why are they working late? Oh, why? But what? Because that's when that's their shift. Okay. All right. Perfect. Fine. Great. Night shift. Night shift. That's what I mean. Raccoons only work night shift. Night shift at the raccoon garbage factory. I love it. Anthony, who's in charge? Um, Sly Cooper. <laughs> who's in charge? Um, let me see. It's it's a non-raccoon is the Ooh, thing. Interesting. It's, it's, okay. Yeah, it's it's not a raccoon. It's actually um, it's it's. I'd like to say it's like a seventy-year-old woman. She has like a, a hairnet. Okay. She used to be a lunch lady and she would throw like the extra food out in the garbage and she built like a rapport with these raccoons over time and they started a business together and that's ah. what happened. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so they're making that's... a racket doing this. This is not a service provided for the city. This is like the, the trash right. mafia. Well, it's I, both. Honestly, I mean, they saw okay. a need and they filled the need. So a little right. bit of both. Aaron, like as, the mafia. The, as this raccoon trash mafia is rolling around the late shift, uh, where do they find this this item, this thing that they weren't supposed to find? This curio. Um, yeah, they were they were um, bagging all the trash and and doing the the big stick with the spike at the bottom, yeah, yeah, you know, sure. with their little raccoon bodies and just kind of pull leaping with it back and forth. So cute up here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're right? adorable. That's cool. Um, and then one of them goes to leap and it it hits something really hard and just bounces right off and all the other raccoons scurry to check it out and it's the curio. Okay. I like it's to think that this was happening. 
I liked it. Okay. It was buried in the ground. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so this raccoon trash panda mafia uh, that is working the late shift uh, digs up something from the ground. And uh, Anthony, what's her name? The lady in charge. Oh, um, Cloris Leachman. And Cloris Leachman, fucking RIP, pokes her head out of the... Did, has she died yet? <laughs> I don't think so. All right, well, hey, listen, Cloris, if you're listening to this, I hope you don't go soon. So Cloris Leachman, RIP, sticks her head out of the window and uh, says like, hey, put it in the back, we're going. Uh, Gary, what, what, do, what do the raccoons pull from the ground? What did they find? Let's see. You, you said he was buried, right, Aaron? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I think that this gang of raccoons led by a former lunch lady finds just like a regular non-fantasy desert eagle. Okay, perfect. So uh, these raccoons unearth a rusty pitted sort of a, it's almost like a, like a hand crossbow, but it's shiny and metallic. Um, and it's got like black tape wrapped around the handle. Um, and, uh, Cloris Leachman shouts at them to put it in the back. And then this trash wagon takes off rattling over the cobblestones of water deep. It's so late that it's almost early as uh, a strip of gray starts to band the horizon. And this wagon pulls up not to the dump, not to the landfill, not even to Cloris Leachman's personal trash house, but across the city at a warehouse bundled uh, almost up to the city wall. It's massive and a single story, and the roof is uh, peaked with like shafts of yellow light uh, illuminating like windows. And is it made of uh, Ayn Rand books? It is not made of Ayn Rand books because I'm cutting that bit out of the intro. I'm not keeping it. You can't hold a knife to my throat and tell me what to keep from the cold open. That's a nice I try. I didn't tell you what to keep. I It was a question. Uh, um, and then she yes, Leachman pulls up to the back right? and reverses the back of this carriage and slides all of this junk just sort of in front of a loading dock. And one of the raccoons says... Uh, Hey, hey, Miss Cl- Miss Leachman, we just gonna we just gonna leave all this here? And Cloris looks over her shoulder and says, "Don't ask questions. The lady who works here loves it. She she takes all this junk." Uh, and then she slaps the reins, and this uh, trash carriage and horses takes off into the darkness. Smash cut. Smash cut. Um, we're gonna open on you three bing bongs. Um, couple questions to get you into the scene. Um. Gareth, you expressed interest in replicating the Stone of Galore. I did. Obviously, for security purposes, if it's a world-ending gem, massively powerful artifact, especially after the warning from Davil Starsong, um, it's really only prudent. Um, so my question is, who pointed you guys towards uh, the person who's, who they, they recommended? Who, who, was the, who was the first person you guys went to with, like, a where should we go? Oh, dude, Glass and Bobbles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you stepped over the police line and you asked the wet red smear that is Futon. And his ghost answered um, and rattled the chains of the walls and, uh, uh, and he pointed you towards the southeast of the city, which is very good. Um, I, dear listener, 
have not actually seen any facet of Aaron's character sheet. So I have no idea what I'm working with here. So I'm going to kind of stumble in blind and uh, just sort of ask your, ask your patience. Normally um, the guests and I sort of collaborate on a, on a character sheet moving forward. Aaron was very nice enough to collaborate with me as it pertained to like the story, but I've got no fucking idea who's inside this warehouse and we're all going to figure it out together. So who is going in the warehouse first? Me, 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 me. Oh boy. Gareth, you open a regular size door. You're staring at this warehouse, which is this huge, sprawling, one-level structure next to like the city wall of Waterdeep. It almost looks like a single warehouse has eaten two, three, four other warehouses, um, and sort of like has grown like a like a like a stacked concrete deck of cards until it stretches like out of your eyesight. But in the front of it is a single person-sized door with a cat door. And then there's a plain wooden uh, sign with, with what looks like felt pen scratched over the front. And it says... Ah, uh, ah, I have no idea. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, just it's, something's written on this sign. Thank you. All right. Hey, party, what did that sign say? <laughs> what does that sign say? Diana, that I'm so sorry, Mel. Uh, the sign says by appointment only, and then underneath it, in much smaller letters, it says please go away. There we go. Immersion oh, I, saved. I feel that in my bones. <laughs> I want to make that my message that pops up when I've been idle for my email too long. So, do we have to make an appointment to go away, or is it go away if we don't have an appointment? It's well, just as, go away. It's just go away. Who the hell said that? <laughs> as you as you ask that question, Gareth, a small gargoyle over the front door answers. Um, you can actually see it's cleverly hidden by the top of the door. So they, I mean, I'm, when I say small, I mean it's literally like three inches tall. It's Holy a tiny shit. gargoyle jutting out over this door frame. Um, three three inches is not small. All right, three inches is just enough. It is a perfectly is it, average amount. Is it average? Dare I say that might might even be a little too big for a gargoyle. I think it's like like an inch short of what's actually average gargoyle, but wow, wow, well, you know what? In terms of gargoyles, is size really all that's important, or is it really how you use the gargoyle? Yeah, I mean, it's it's how effective the gargoyle is at accomplishing whatever its goal might be. But its goal at this I mean, exact moment is it. is is letting Gary open the door and get me out of this fucking bit. Are you Gary? Yeah, Gary, you kind of real confidently. Fucking knock, knock, knock right on the door. Okay. Um, Aaron, do you answer the door? No. Okay. Uh, Gary, you knock um, and your knocks go unanswered, but on the third one, the door actually swings in slightly. Well, it appears to be unlocked. Therefore, this is not breaking and entering. So I just kind of go inside. It's a little breaking and entering. Oh, I was going to ask. It's only entering. The 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 gargoyle above, like, is it just a, a statue? It's just a normal standard gargoyle statue. It's not moving at all. Yeah, it doesn't appear to be animated in any capacity. Okay, it's it's just, and in fact, none of you actually saw it move. You just heard a voice come from it. Okay, okay, but oh, so we definitely did hear. It. Okay, um, can I? Look, I just want to look at it. Can I examine it and just yeah, please see if there's anything more to it? Like, I just want to see. Are you doing? If uh, this would be an investigation check for what? Yeah. Just a deeper purpose. Basically, I, I just want to see uh, if it's alive or if it's like a speaker of some sort. If it's, you know, like... How right, I'll take sound? Investigation or Arcana, Arnold. Oh, shit. Um, I got a 14. 
14, okay. It appears to just be a gargoyle. I think as you get your face closer, you can tell that it has been added to the door. Like you see some fresh like cement marks where like a hole has been drilled for it. Um, oh, it's like with clay when you gotta... Yeah, exactly. And there might even, you might even catch like a really, really faint inscription, Arnold, but like definitely ah. no like glowing arcane glyphs or anything super obvious. What about like oh. a USB port? No USB port. Ah, damn it. I'm out of ideas. <laughs> it's USB. It's USB C, actually. Shit. Gareth doesn't know what that is. He's only familiar with standard USB. I mean, I think it charges faster if it's USB C. All right, Gary, are you going in? Yeah. I am determined in our later years of this campaign to only waste 30 minutes of our guests' time at a maximum. Oh, good fucking luck with that. You're Why not do making that it when easy, I Bestie Zongs. I know I'm not. You know I ramble. <laughs> okay. You guys help it. You guys are wonderful. Gary. Thank you. At least somebody loves me. It ain't me. Gary. It ain't me. You all three walk into this warehouse. Uh, Josh Pat follows behind his toenails clicking on the concrete floor. How's he oh, reacting, you. by the way, to being um, in the war? He's very curious. Uh, to the scene that is about to unfold in front of you. Um, both of his ears are up and he's sniffling because you are looking at a hoarder's paradise of paraphernalia. You are looking at completely unorganized piles and shambles and racks and hanging on the walls of just stuff, capital S stuff. There is a pile of like loose candelabras. There's a entire shelf of what looked to be like um, fantasy alarm clocks that somebody has unscrewed every single one of. There must be hundreds of them there. There is, over the, on the ceiling hanging from wires is a massive clockwork owl that looks to be like 400 times life size. There is a suit of armor in a case that looks like it's made from like beaten enameled shadow that is like amorphous and moving. And there is a... Uh, small rat about the size of a of a bobby car that looks like a small child could sit in it and and pedal with their feet and drive this rat around but and not a real rat right because that's not, not a real rat dead rat, rat fake rat uh Wait, dead, or dead fake? rat and fake rat are, yeah. is a very important distinction yes. hey listen it's a dead or fake rat we'll get there <laughs> when we get there but buried in all of this trash and junk and stuff is a massive desk uh, set back away from the door. I think you walk around a couple of piles to get to it. Um, it is littered with papers and tools and little projects that are clearly still in the process of being worked on. But the first thing that catches your eye is a floating potion flask about the size of a grapefruit that is glowing a neon pink. And standing behind that desk, bent over... Uh, a series of papers and something else that you can't quite make out is Aaron. Could you please tell the players uh, what they who they see uh, behind the desk? So you guys end up seeing um, Beatrice. Uh, she likes to be called BB, and she is a, an elfin cleric um, from a village called um, Glitterstone. She's very very small. She's older. Um, she's just a hot mess okay love that i feel yeah. that in my bones too uh so 
I think that the person behind the desk catches Mel and Arnold's eye because Gareth's eye is just wandering around the room. He's hyperventilating a little bit. His <laughs> fingers are twitching. Uh, so, BB, you see three fucking ding-dongs and the cutest dog known to mankind walk into uh, your shop. It is late. I think it is like maybe midnight or later. Definitely later than you are used to having visitors and you're not used to having a lot. Okay. Sugar honey iced tea, why are y'all here? I told you to go away. Um, uh. we, we need your we need your help. The door just it opened. We we thought maybe that was like an invitation to, to come in. Uh, this is a really nice place that you have. Um somebody said you could help us. Well, I don't know why anybody would tell you that. I can't help anybody. I can't even help my own village. I also feel that in my bones. That's Diana, not Mel. Um, um, uh, no, I, I, I think you're, I think you're the right person for, for this. Somebody needs to help us with this, and, and I, and I think it's you. Uh, if you're open to hearing what, what we need, uh, maybe, maybe. Fine, 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 fine. Just tell me. Um, we need to know if this rat is dead. <laughs> Or fake. Or fake. <laughs> okay, that's our odd. first question. There's two. That's the first one. I would never keep a dead rat in my shop. It's a living, writable rat. I am so excited. So like, just like that. God, he's still just alive. Like he's just like slowly goes. screaming. <laughs> Every time you pedal, it like fucks up his organs. <laughs> it's horrible. This is terrible. It's the worst. <laughs> Improv. I did not like that my brain immediately started to visualize that. Like, why must you betray me, self? It's like scrambling eggs. Yabba dabba dow. Anywho, our second question. Um, we have something. Uh, it's it's really important, and I I don't want to rope you into what we're roped into because honestly, it's it's dangerous, and and we've lost a lot of people um we, we just can we can we release the shortest episode ever and have aaron just go me neither <laughs> credits Damn. thanks for watching Holy everybody shit. thank you guys so much for watching i am sore yeah that's the end of the campaign actually that's that's how we're going out <laughs> hey, All listen, of us really, like, series finale right there just Aaron going, me neither. We done. <laughs> um, um, we we just need uh, this. It's it's like it's a gem. We we just need a copy made of it. At, oh. at, at the word gem, Gareth has turned back his attention to the conversation. Uh, Gareth, while you were looking around, you saw a couple more details. Oh, you saw yeah. a, uh, a a picture frame, a three dimensional picture frame, which is a, a box. You saw a box. You saw a glass <laughs> I was gonna box. Say. <laughs> you saw a glass box with a living spark of flame inside of it, whirling right. over itself. And then you also saw Gareth mirrors, a lot of mirrors around this shop. There's at least fifty. And it's not Word. just in one spot. There's one on the, there's like, they're all over the walls. There's some on the shelves. There are broken ones on the floor, on the ceiling. There's some hanging from pendants. There's a lot of mirrors around here. And so you can see echoes of this exact conversation that uh, Diana is having, or I'm sorry, Mel is having with BB reflected around you almost in like a 360 degrees. Ominous. Uh, okay, so I think turning back to the conversation, um, Gareth will look at Arnold and be like, yes, Arnold, you have the, uh, the gem for reference, right? And I'll give him a little wink. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, um, yeah. And then I immediately, like, I cast Minor Illusion and be like, we're looking to make something uh, exactly like this. And I just, you know, post, you know, magically make the Stone of Galore in my hand. Totally. Um, Aaron, do you have a character sheet? No. Okay, fantastic. Um, roll, no bonuses. Do you have any? Do you have any dice? Um, I have one on my phone. Okay, yeah, roll roll a d twenty and add four to it, please. Okay. Did you just make that up, or do you have her character sheet like you? Used I, to have have improv, I have a improv, baby. Very fast working average in my head. Please leave me alone. I'm busy. <laughs> no, I was okay. genuinely curious. <laughs> I'm, I'm a horrible guest. I've been horrible for no. You're no, I'm, I'm a horrible regular, so you're fine. <laughs> I'm a friends. horrible regular episode. I'm just a horrible person, so it's cool. Okay, I rolled a five plus four is nine. Okay, uh, you see the flamboyantly dressed uh, half elf reach inside his doublet pocket and pull out a bright orange gem on a leather thong. It is large. It's probably a, this, a pardon. It's a yeah, see, it's not just us. It's not us. It's everyone. You pick the silly word, and you get mad at us for laughing at it. But it's like not a, just us. A is leather, that like like a, sandals or like, like a leather string? A leather okay, so a leather string, of, not a thong. A leather, okay. a leather, a leather g string. Yeah. Yeah, leather, it's a leather g string. The leather also whale tail that he pulls on it. right out of his doublet, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and it's holding a chicken egg sized gemstone. Uh, and he holds it up in the air. Arnold, please. Yes. So I say, we, we we need you to make something exactly like this. Do you think you're capable of that? Two somethings, if you could. So we have. Oh, two somethings. It would be amazing. As many as you could. We'd like to fabricate. It's like a dozen of them would be great. My, oh my. First, you insult me by asking me if I'm capable of it. That is so rude. How dare you? I think <laughs> if I could uh, uh, offend you less. He merely meant, are you capable of doing it without having to hold it in your hand for the own weight reference? Because we know that is something, only the highest skill, and that is the only reason we have approached you today. Oh, well, in that case, yes, of course I can. <laughs> Don't be silly. Will I? No, I need you all to leave <laughs> because I am very, very busy. Why? Why not? I have my own village to save. I have my own problems to solve. And also, I'm terrified of you touching anything in here. Honestly, so, you should be. I have very sticky fingers. Also, yeah. have you tried leaving your village? It worked out great for me. I, I did. I left my village so that I could save it. It's been my entire life's work. Well, um, then maybe, you're maybe doing we, a great job? Maybe we, can, maybe we can help. Maybe like a little... Oh, now that's that. a thought. I, I sure would love some help. Um, okay, let, let's let's come up with some kind of a trade. Just don't touch anything. You hear that, that you two? Don't touch anything. Nothing. Aside from the fake indoor live rat. Correct, right? We got it. We're not touching anything else. Nothing. If you let him touch the rat, everything else will be safe. Yeah, yeah. Go so ahead. And you focused just, on that. You just take yeah. all your time with that rat, yeah, darling. Yeah, I've, I'm around them all the time. You learn ways to manage. Uh, yeah, I think me, I think um... I'm gonna have to make a will save uh, for Gareth <laughs> keeping his hand in his pockets. I think you're fit. Yeah, Gareth, make that will save as your fingers literally start twitching of their own accord. That's a great idea. Okay, Arnold, on. actually, make Thanks. me a make me an investigation check. Is you let's see what's going yeah. on with this rat. 
Obviously, I'm looking around the rat. Let's see. Uh, I don't think Will is actually a thing. I think I'm a fool. Oh, um, constitution, constitution saving throw, please, Gary. Oh, thank God. Okay, that should be fine. 14 plus 2 is 16. 16. Anthony? I got 17. 17. All right, uh, Gareth, you find it a little bit difficult, but you do stick both of your hands in your pockets. Um, and you you touch the the stone of galore that you have with you, I'm assuming you didn't leave it at, at Troll's Gold. No, no. Okay, okay. I just want to make sure. Um, Anthony. G Gareth is g hiding this so jealously. That's why he like had Anthony make a fake one instead of him just pulling it out. Got it, got it, got it. Uh, Anthony, you touch this dead rat and discover that it is not fake, it's real, and it's taxidermied. It's stuffed. But it's um, very large, right? Like, it's it large is, enough for a child it's, to... It's an R-O-U-F. Like, it yeah. is um, large enough I don't enough believe they small... exist. Is... I'm pretty sure they do. Because a small child could sit inside of the very plush leather Cadillac-style bench that somebody has installed inside this dead rat with a small steering wheel in front of it. And there is a hole in the bottom of the rat where their feet could, like, push through. Fred Flintstones. Um, oh, Flintstones. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but definitely. Is, is this exactly. related at all to the large rat that I won a race riding? <laughs> No. <laughs> Anthony and yes. Diana. Diana, Josh Pat starts snooflin' harder and his and his and his head whips around to look away from the table in this cool uh glittery lady. And Anthony, for a split second, you think you see something flitting through the mirrors on the like on like on the other side of the room. It's just like a, a small like rush of movement and then it's gone. Okay. Arnold immediately goes, oh! Like that. Just... <laughs> I want to make that my fucking ringtone. <laughs> Just I make that my alarm in the as morning. As a sidebar, so uh, on the most recent episode we dropped, um, somebody commented and they were like, I love the scream that Alex made Anthony do. And Anthony commented and said, yeah, Alex noticed I wasn't paying attention, so he made me do a dumb scream. <laughs> and I thought that shit was so funny. <laughs> okay. Uh, Gareth and BB and Mel, uh, you hear the bard shriek. Um, I would. What's what's wrong, boy? Is I would turn, right? <laughs> I would turn and and like my hand would probably at least like rest on my bow and and uh, I just. See, what is so, it? What's wrong? So what's I make wrong, it boy? look like I pocket the you know the hologram stone i make it look like i i you know i want to make it look like i hide it and i'm not just like it's not disappearing magically right um and it, it's funny. but i say you know i'm like i saw something in the mirrors is there something going on with these mirrors here ma'am was it or, and or you in the mirror <laughs> no I, I know i'm not the most handsome bard in all whoa, whoa that's not what i said i said <laughs> I just asked if you maybe saw your own reflection and got startled. <laughs> that would be that, that would be the man in the mirror, right? Yeah. Hit single from Michael Jackson. Anyway. Yes, thank you. He is a canonical real person. Yeah. <laughs> Except without all that, you know. So when Arnold like screams, person, he was person going, by person, Whoa! we're adding real people into this universe. First it was Jeff Bezos, then it was Jesse Pinkman, and now it's Michael Goddamn Jackson. And Cloris Leachman. And Cloris, and Cloris Leachman, who is alive, yes? And my lover, Rick Riordan. And Rick Riordan, who Gareth has canonically fucked. Oh, no, not Gareth. Oh, Gary. sorry, sorry, sorry. Bye, 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 bye. For real. I'm just picturing them all being in the thriller video now. Oh, yeah. Just anyway. the zombies. Everyone leave that. Yes, we exactly. Got, we got to get back to oh. Anthony, to Arnold's shriek. 
All right, so so Arnold shrieks and everyone turns around. And he says like, "I saw someone. I don't know what it was." And I kind of I look at BB and I'm just like, "Is there something going on with these mirrors? Is there some sort of spell on them or something trapped in them?" Those are my security system. Yes, there is. I'm able to see not only what is happening inside my warehouse, I'm able to see all of the dangers coming outside. Now, can you please get out of my yabba dabba oo rat? So well, I, I thought if we helped you, then you would help us. Well, I'll help. I just want him to not be in my rat. We could yabba dabba do that for you. Thank you. I know. Get out of the rat. You can look at it, okay? Just, just. So I, I exit the rat, um, and I say, so, so, was that you in the gargoyle, or was that your your security system in the gargoyle early? It sure is. Yeah, oh, I'm so able cool. to just, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. And I told you to go away then, and y'all didn't listen. Well, the we door opened. By... Also, we thought that gargoyle was real cute. Yeah. Oh, thank you. And a very sufficient size, also. <laughs> Clearly an average size for a small gargoyle. Okay. And you're using him very well, and that's the important part. Yes, oh, oh yes. How can we best uh, help you help your village, I presume? So what's been happening is elfin villages have been disappearing, um, kind of Roanoke style. Oh. And um, <laughs> so I have put a protective spell on my village and it's been fine. And I came here to try and figure out where they're going and who was taking them. And I haven't been able to figure it out all. If you could help me with that, I could stop doing my Band-Aid fix every year. Do you know, what, what can you tell us that you have figured out so far? Well, I have figured out that it is not um, from some kind of sickness. There's no there's no elf um, illness going around, making them, they just poof, disappear. Well, sure, um, I suppose if they died, there would be bodies, right? Well, right, but I mean, there's, it just seems like they've, they've completely poofed into the air. What, um, about, uh, what about, like, horses? Were the stables all empty? Everything. Well? Everything was gone. It looked like people were just in the middle of doing something and just poof. I mean, dishes on the ground, laundry still being done, so spells they were, being they written. They were raptured as well. They were raptured. If my, yes, ma'am. Uh, if they took the horse or if the horses were gone is it possible that they were running from something and fled the village i never heard anything else from those villages and then i was worried it was going to happen in my village and i could not allow that to happen so i just snuck right on out they put a big protective spell on them and it saved them for a few months while i was able to come up with a couple of other little band-aid fixes so now what we haven't heard, I mean, just village is completely gone. Whole elf bloodlines done. What do you uh, mean by band-aid fixes? I've been working on a few things here in my in my shop, in my laboratory, and um artillery it's a bit complicated. But not can... artillery, no. But no, your band-aid it's... fix is obviously protecting your village from yeah, is your village things. Still okay, so I'm trying then? to figure out Whatever. what the fixes because that might help us figure out what the what's happening i kind of don't want to tell you what the fix is because what if you're part of the reason that my, those villages are disappearing it's that would true. be a real uh, good way to to come after any other village that's got protection our i, I mean i'm also half elf yeah. <laughs> so 
Like, I'm the only non-elf here, I think. Yeah, so... So you're right, maybe um, I'm the racist. Yeah. I'll sit this one out. <laughs> very he's big, not. Very he's, he's, he's just looking for an excuse to go sit in the rat. Um, no, we, yeah, we are... A test for, for how good you all are. If, you, sure. if you'd be wheeling. I don't think I've ever taken a test in my life, but now there's the first time for everything. Okay, all right. If you can get Josh Patrick to hop up in your lap, then I know that you're not a bad guy because dogs love good people that hate oh, bad Oh, of course people. Josh Pat will hop up on my lap. All right, here, boy, come here. I'm yeah, tapping uh, my Mel, lap. I, I don't know if you can hear it, but like, I, that's what I would do is I would like tap okay. on his lap and he would. Mel, I think you, uh, very you sit down boy. on a bench and you, you, you know, click and, and, and summon Josh Pat as you've done many, many times in your training. Um, and Josh Pat doesn't move because Josh Pat is staring down one of these aisles of uh, stuff, of, 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 of things. Um, both of his ears are up, and actually, Mel, as you're looking at him, you can see that his hackles are raised ever so slightly. Um, then I would I'd stand up, and I would walk over to him and be, be like, um, what, do you, what do you see, boy? He sees something. He sees something. We've been on the up and up with you, but what does he see? I don't, have you been on the up and up with us? Well, I might be keeping a few secrets. Yeah, we all are. It's fine. There uh, is not. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do a thing here. So yeah, just for reference, I have no idea what's going on. Aaron is fully in the driver's seat right now, and I fucking <laughs> love it. But I'm gonna like try and make something up. Um, there is a crash on the opposite side of the warehouse than what Josh Pat is looking at, and. It's a huge stack of picture frames and you see like several families worth of smiling faces crash in a cavalcade, uh, blocking one of the entrances to these alleyways. And this time, Mel, you are primed to see it. You see a flash of movement in one of these mirrors. Um, ducking, ducking like around a corner. Probably instinctively I'd pull my bow at that point. Um... And, and, you know, now I'm on edge and just be like, what is going, what are, what are your secrets? I think if I can jump in really quickly at the sound of the crash and the sight of Mel taking her bow out, I think Gareth will instinctively just start ducking behind cover into stealth to hide from whatever is around the warehouse. All right, Gareth, make me a stealth check, please. Doing it. We got a... Hot diddly damn, a 25. Yeah, you fucking, dis you fucking disappear. You are Batman. <laughs> <laughs> a bus like, passed in front of me, and I was yeah. gone when it passed. Uh, BB, please. Yeah, uh, Mel was talking to you. All right. So um, that crash reminds me. I should probably tell you that one of my secrets is there is something very, very dangerous in here. Um, <laughs> um <laughs> That's there a big is... secret, BB. That's a big one. I know, I know. I mean, there's lots of dangerous the stuff, Is it dangerous to you? Like, oh, how... it's dangerous to all of us. We will perish <laughs> if anybody touches how, it. How are it's... you living here with this thing? I've just been really, really careful. I mean, I haven't been careful. That's why all the mirrors are broken. But I've been really lucky. I've been really lucky. <laughs> Do you know what it is? I have no idea. When did it get here? I have no idea. It came over on a truck and 
I touched something and the whole room was vibrating, but then I couldn't remember what I touched and it just scared me so much. I got an immediate feeling that definitely I will die if I touch it. Okay. And so will all of you. Oof. Don't threaten me with a good time. So <laughs> don't... <laughs> Finally, my goal can be realized. Uh, Nobody right. touch anything. Uh, so, okay, Ebony, you were can... Gonna say can... Can I just want to see? Um, so I want to cast Mage Hand, and I want to have it go just really close to thing. Like I'm gonna go really close to like that. Uh, what was it, like a coat of like black? Like you said, there was yeah. like a magical shadow coat of some sort. There's uh, a set of there's a the set shadow of armor, armor of like enameled yes. shadow. Yeah, I'm gonna go like I just want to go close to that. I just want like the hand to go. I don't want to touch it, but I want to go touch. I want to go really close to it and see if like there's anything. I'm gonna watch the mirrors when it's happening. Just okay. Uh, the hand moves towards this uh, set of shadow armor, and you see it glow ghostly through innumerable broken shards of mirror all around the warehouse, and you catch glimpses of it like set into the floor where you see that BB has set pieces of mirror like in the concrete and uh, along the ceiling as pieces of mirror that have been hung from small invisible wires like glimmer as your mage hand moves and your hand just stops just like an inch shy of the shadow armor and freezes. Because okay. you told it, notice... that's where you told it to stop. Of course. Do I do I notice anything in the mirrors? Is anything like, do I see that shadow or the shape or anything like that? No? Okay, in that case, um, can I, I just want to ask BB, like, okay, so did you put all these mirrors up for some reason to protect yourself from that thing? Like, oh, not necessarily from that thing. The mirrors, I break a lot of stuff and I just thought that it'd be a real good way to get some some extra visage up all around the shop. I mean, honestly, it's just a I, surveillance system. I break a lot of things, so I thought it would be a fantastic idea to install mirrors everywhere. Look, what's wrong with that? I love that I love that BB's security system is a small talking gargoyle gargoyle and three thousand broken mirrors. <laughs> so I mean shit. She saw us coming. She's safe. Us. So are are the mirrors broken intentionally or was that just an accident because you have Oh gosh, no, no. It's so funny. I don't get it. Like I've been doing sorcery for so long. Um, but for some reason everything I get near just kind of breaks. Can I tell if she's lying? Give me an insight check, please, Arnold. Yeah. I get it. Everything I get near tends to break too. Yeah. Me too in real life. Yeah. I was going to say insert sad Diana real insert yeah. here. Uh, I got a 19. 19. Okay. Voice. Uh, there is a very slight quaver to BB's voice as she says that she's oops, just clumsy. Right. Uh, okay. Um. So we, we, we want to help you here. I, I don't know exactly what's going on, but I feel like we're all in danger since we've been in here and that, that little gargoyle or I mean, average size or immediately uh, wonderful size gargoyle that's outside. Uh, perfectly sufficient us. size. Perfect. Absolutely. Uh, we'll protect it gets the job done. Um, I'm not sure if it's going to get the job done of protecting us all if I touch things. Um, uh -uh. Do you... Do you have any idea uh, what this entity is or like how maybe we could help you get rid of it? Well, uh, I'm, I, go ahead. So, so, so sorry to interrupt. Um, no, you're good. How dare. I Arnold, you're, Arnold, you're interrupted by a cheerful barking as Joshua Patrick runs out of one of these aisles and hops up on Mel's lap. Or tries to. I, Mel, you're standing by Josh Patrick. Um, and this other Josh Patrick runs up to you and, and like goes up and starts like tapping at your legs. A second Josh Pat? Listen. A second Josh Two Patrick. Josh Pats. 
This Holy is shit. That's all it's I need Joshua in Patrick and Poshua Jatrick. <laughs> this is it's a Joshua good Patrick for and a... Stefan Diggs. We're gonna take a pee break and then we will, we will come back for the second right. half of this. While I frantically think of what the fuck is in this warehouse, I'm right back. Thanks, guys. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Mid Wall. I'm so glad you stuck with us at the halfway point. Thank you. Uh, today's midwall will be presented by a uh, Wizards of the Coast nerd. Uh, thank you. Uh, <clears throat> what's going on, everybody? My name is um, Bob, and um, I'm here to talk to you about uh, this great Dungeons & Dragons game called uh, Critically Stupid and the Cool Things They're Doing. So they are, they are playing Waterdeep Dragon Heist. It's an official Dungeons & Dragons Wizards of the Coast approved module uh, written by Chris Perkins, Scott Fitzgerald Gray, um, Kim Mohan, and of course, uh, Michelle Carter. Uh, those guys did such a great job writing this uh, module. They've never done anything wrong in their life. And by the way, neither is Wizards of the Coast. They're incredible, uh, and they've never made any controversial decisions, especially regarding race or diversity. So fret not, Wizards of the Coast is great, and Critically Stupid is also great for playing Wizards of the Coast official stuff. If you, I'm told, would like to end up as a character on uh, this program, <clears throat> Critically Stupid, uh, you can tweet at them, at Crit Stupid, or they are, I believe, also on the other social medias, uh, TikTok, Instagram. I believe they're coming to threads quite soon. Uh, I'm not on any of those um, medias. I find them uh, distracting from my pure, zealot-like love of Wizards of the Coast. So uh, you, won't be, you won't be catching me on any of those uh, programs, m'lady. Um but you can tweet at them and say, wow, Critically Stupid, that was such such a good joke. That you did such a great job. And uh, Critically Stupid will say, well, thanks, man, it's, which is one of the many jokes that we make that are good. Uh, and, and they'll appreciate that. And then you could end up as a future NPC uh, name. And, and remember, anything that you do on the show is uh, Alex the DM's fault. And you are blameless and innocent, probably, uh, especially especially if you're a, a member of the fairer sex. <laughs> um, <clears throat> um, these guys are doing a big a big YouTube subscription push, trying to get to that magic number of 1,000 subscribers. Seems a little embarrassing that they haven't got there yet, actually. Uh, but uh, you could do your part by uh, hitting that subscribe button, liking uh, this episode, and, and maybe sharing the, the video with a friend who you think might enjoy the Dungeons & Dragons, Wizards of the Coast official branded humor coming out of this podcast. I think that's what really sells it and makes it the best, is that these guys love Wizards of the Coast and everything that they do and every decision they make ever all time for all time um they're great and they love wizards of the coast and wizards of the coast is blameless and has done nothing wrong and please subscribe to critically stupid because they're funny occasionally okay that's it for me bye you know what sucks i didn't even have to change to play that nerd i just had to put on my own glasses jesus christ all right you're about to hear another uh amazing libra's arcana ad so keep your earballs open and you take it squeezy out there all right i love you Oh, uh, all right. Libra's Arcana ad. Mm. Buy the dice. Buy them. Buy them. Go to the website. Stupid 20. 20% off. Buy dice. Stupid for uh, leather-bound uh, covers for your D&D books that you Anything guys definitely own. Anything you want. 20% off. Stupid 20. Go. Buy it. Do, Do it. it. Do it. Do it or you're dead to me. And stay homunculus. That was the best ad we've done yet. Dear listener, please be welcomed. <laughs> Sit at our hearth and 
take of our table, which is a 2021 cupcake rosé vintage. Um, I think it was like five bucks. So. It is five whole dollars, dear reader nice. and audience member, and it is all yours. Uh, we have Pete, and we're back. It's not that bad. Um, and Mel is about to tell us how she reacts to a second Joshua Patrick uh, coming barking out of the darkness. What is the other Josh Pat doing while the other one barks? Um, still staring off into the darkness, doesn't really pay it much mind. Right, so she would definitely, um, like, turn the one running at her, and obviously that's, like, the real JP, because that's the one responding, um, and, and um, you know, she'd, like, get on her knees and welcome him and, and pet him and be like, I'm, where have you, where have you been, boy? Where have you been? I, I thought there's two of you, and that's really exciting for me because I love dogs, but, but I think the other one might be fake. What is going on here, BB? And I'm still petting my little Josh pad and loving it. Can, did, did Gareth see where the second Josh pad came from? You saw the rough area of the warehouse, yes. While still remaining behind the covers of the heaps of things, can I kind of steadily make my way over to that general direction to see what's what? Yeah, yeah, for sure. We'll have you move in the background of the scene between BB and, and Mel and Arnold. Exactly what I was going for. Thank you. Yeah. So, so what is what is going on here, BB? Why are there two of my dog, and can I have them both? I'm definitely taking mine. I'd like to take the other one too. But why are there two? Well, I, I do have a spell on my shop that you're able to double things that you really, really love. So it tells me how much you love him. <laughs> how Did often Gary can I this? double him? Uh, just the one time, darling. Because I'm going to have a whole Buffalo Bills team. Oh. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Gareth hears that it doubles what you really love, and he starts checking his pockets, like his purse, like... <laughs> Arnold looks over and sees if there's another Arnold and realizes that no one loves him as much as he wants to be loved. Ooh, oh. deep cut from the bard boy. Oh. I love that, actually. Um, Mel, for all intents and purposes, this is an exact replica of Joshua Patrick. Everything about him is... Exactly. Like, and actually, after he says like "hello," he goes and uh, stands next to the original Josh Patrick and stares into the distance and like starts growling at the darkness. So I would um, go over with them, and I would also be. I mean, I can see in the dark. So what? What do I see? You see piles. If I'm and standing piles there and I'm stuff. looking where they're looking, you see piles and piles of stuff and shelves of it and stacks of it and barrels of it. Baby, what's over there? Darling, I, I couldn't even tell you anymore. This used to be so, so organized and um, I just, I, I couldn't even tell you. You should go check it out, <laughs> but don't touch anything. Gareth is working on it. He's making his way over. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't think I will as much as I really wanted to build the whole Buffalo Bills team. Has anybody actually noticed that Gareth is gone yet, by the way? No, no, like, we, crash like, and like I, I noticed, but I know that you're doing your thing and, and I trust that you're fine and I'll hear they you. They noticed they didn't care. Yeah, no, I mean, I just trust him to figure some shit out. That's what he used There should be does. two Gareths because Arnold loves him that much. I'm just Aww. saying. There should be. He, he appeared already, and I'm just like, oh, there's Gareth. He's the right. two Gareths are just tracking each other and hiding. <laughs> let's, pick up, uh, let's pick up Gareth as you make your way um, 
sort of towards this this original sound that you heard. You're being very careful to pick your way through the stuff because as you go further away from the desk, it is less and less like organized and like there's less space between the piles of stuff. So you find yourself having to step very carefully to avoid stepping on like a pile of candelabras or this sure. avalanche of photos or, you know, if there's an entire rack of fantasy flint and steels that has just like fallen over that just litters everything all over the floor and as you're walking gareth moving further and further away from the desk in this conversation it almost like the sounds of this conversation start to stretch until they sound like they're coming from across the warehouse and then almost like they're coming from like another place as you walk deeper into this like shadowy area of this warehouse make a perception check for me gareth think i will a 21 21 you see a split second before they move a pair of bright silver eyes watching you from these mirrors okay and then in a flash they are gone and standing on the other end of the corridor that you're standing in is another gareth pixel pixel perfect the shades the white hair the the cargo robes and he looks at you gareth and he grins can i get a can i roll an insight check on myself please and i'm gonna bargain for something here i don't think you'll give it to me but surely i would recognize my own facial features really well right Rolling insight on myself should give me a little advantage. Ooh, see, here's the thing: is insight is going to give you glean, gleaning into a a surface level motivation. I'm if trying you're going to find. To... Go, Sorry, please. go ahead. No, no, no. I'm, you... I'm I'm looking for hostility. Okay, then yes, give yourself give give me an insight check, and, I, and I'll take advantage with that because you know right. the faces you make when you're trying to be spooky. You there? It's this. <laughs> <laughs> okay first roll is 13 okay second roll is 10 13 um i'm not seeing hostility gareth i'm seeing enjoyment amusement uh excitement okay um so he obviously sees me right if yes. he's grinning at me uh so i think i'll give him a cheeky little wave as soon as you raise your hand, like a fraction later, he 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 like raises his hand and then also waves. And then with that insight check, Gareth, you can see that like he's doing your movement just a split second after you are. But by uh -huh. the end of the wave, his hand mirrors yours exactly. Okay, I think if you'll give me another action here, uh, I don't even know if it's a full action. I just, I want to like move my cloak so that it reveals my teleporting knife basically to see if he also has one you move your robe uh to display the orange glowing curved dagger at your belt and you see him do the exact same motion to reveal the exact same curved orange dagger and then gareth before you can do anything else he steps away into the darkness you know what conveniently i was gonna say that i hide from him which would mean that he would also do that so that works for me Arnold, Mel, and BB. I'm going to need a little bit of 
suspended belief for this one because you did just hear the conversation that I had with my boy Garyan. Oh, okay. We are going to suspend belief in D&D? Yeah, please. If you could oh, just okay. like pretend for a split I just want to make sure. Just want to make sure. Check it. Um Arnold, you see uh Gareth come out of the darkness. Um yeah. and he is very carefully nudging with his boot a very uh shiny gold uh necklace. Uh and he sort of uh uh looks at BB and uh he says um Don't fuck up my character voice. It's it's so easy. It, as long as there's an R, you got it. I just want to ask if it's a thong necklace or Ooh. if it's a chain necklace. Thank you for so, so much. So thank you so much for asking. It. It's a golden pair of granny panties. <laughs> and he kicks it up. He says, "What's this?" So okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Ar like Arnold would know that Gareth would never kick gold and ask questions what are you talking about like I, that she said don't touch it i haven't touched it so why would he draw attention to it like that, that okay i'm just what i'm pointing out is that arnold would be suspicious only because gareth is super quick and super stealthy and sneaky about stealing things he's never going to just draw attention to everyone you know sure. about yeah like so and so i'm just gonna say at the very least arnold would be slightly suspicious that gareth is doing something weird and what he's going to do is say like like not understand why his friend is doing this um so i'm gonna be like oh uh bb and just kind of like distract from the situation like may maybe gareth is just off his game like maybe yeah. my friend isn't isn't feeling well for some maybe there's too much going on he's overwhelmed you know so i'm just like oh uh uh he uh bb um what like is there anything more you can tell us about this uh thing that seems to be in here in the mirrors like it seems to be doubling things or like creating uh you know like others like do you know anything about it how how can we help you here don't um i've honestly um the, the doubling is just just the warehouse it's just the lab um but the thing flitting around the mirrors i've never seen that until y'all showed up um honestly i usually i just see me <laughs> Typically, how mirrors go. Huh. So, can I tell if she's lying about never seeing that thing before? Uh, give me an insight check, Arnold. You got it. Let's see. Also, uh, while he makes that roll real quick, yeah. did I hear the foe, Gareth? You did. Okay, so can I, in the background, start making my way back to the group all stealthy? Correct. Is it a foe, Gareth, or is it a doppelgareth? It's Ooh. definitely doppelgareth, and I'm so mad at myself for not seeing that. Fuck. <laughs> Arnold, I got a 21. 21. Uh, she is telling the truth. She's shooting straight. Okay, cool. Okay. Um, we it, did. Maybe it yeah. has something to do with the stone. Yeah, so that, that um, so I look at I'm gonna look at Mel because I'm she is the only one I'm next to, and I'm just gonna be like, hey, um, I I I feel like she's telling the truth here. I I I, I there's obviously something in the mirror. Have you seen that thing? It looks a little spooky. Yeah, it is a little spooky. If she's telling the truth. Arnold, do you remember somebody told us that the stone was a purse? There's somebody like in the stone. Yeah, it says there's some sort of entity in the stone. I don't know if that's being reflected in the I don't mirror. know. I mean, why else would something show up just because we're here? That's that's the only strange okay. thing, right? Is the the damn stone. 
I think so. So, okay, can I send... I want to send a message. Let me see. Here, let me see. Oh, you know what? Um, no, you know, I don't know. I don't know if that Gareth is real. I'm a little suspicious of it. You're rightly suspicious, but you have no guarantees. For sure. So Very I'm not going to I'm not gonna act like I know that's fake. So I, what I'm going to do is I'm going to send a message and just like... like uh, come what may. Uh, but I'm going to use my message spell. And I'm going to send a message to Gareth. And I'm going to say, so we we think that the uh, we think that the shadow in the mirrors might have something to do with the stone. Do you notice anything in the mirrors like with your reflection? Because we think it might be attached to the stone specifically. You hear back. Um, I think there's another me here. Be careful. Okay. I think there's a like there like I think there's a fake me. And it's just the one? Like that I only hear one voice. You only hear one answer. Okay, cool. Gotcha. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm just gonna look at Mel because that's what Arnold Arnold would just look at Mel and be like, okay, it's mirroring everything. We're all in trouble. Don't take your eyes off of me. There might be a fake Arnold if we're lucky. I'm just gonna say there might be two of me. Um if right you're now. Lucky. There, there might be two. There might be two Gareths out there. I have several questions for Gareth and several ways to tell that it's the real Gareth. But for now, I don't. I only trust you because I've not taken my eyes off the, the whole time you've been here. See, this um, is rough because like two Gareths means everybody's losing their wallet. Two Mills means that people are crowding arrows. What's alive? <laughs> and three Arnold or two Arnolds mean we get a beautiful duet. That's right. Yeah, I love this. Oh. Uh, Diana. One of the Josh Pats attacks the other, just just like just like a, like a little puppy bark, not like an actual attack. But they start scruffling, um, sort of like snapping back and forth and running. Um, give me a perception check, please. I always end up seeing bees. Oh, it might be bees. Twelve. Twelve. In the melee, in the scrum, in the shell game that is your dog, you mix up which one is the right one and which isn't. And now there are two identical ones, sort of like scrambling over each other. I, I mean, know, I sounds like call the, first of all, that sounds like everything I've ever wanted in this life and in fantasy life. Oh, I just Certainly, had a great fucking I... idea, but I can't say it cause I'm not with you guys. Damn it. Um, no, I, I, I would call my Josh Pat cause I know that he's a good boy and will listen to me and the other one didn't and yeah, so I, I would call my Josh Pat over. They both run over. Oh, this is, I got two dogs. <laughs> I have two dogs, everybody. I have two Josh Pats. I'm going to call this one Stefan Diggs. I am building the Biffalo Bills team with dogs. Okay. Um, My campaign's Gary. over. I got two dogs. That's all I've ever wanted. Diana's <laughs> quitting the show. Gary, what are you up to? Uh, Well, how have I successfully made it back to the group yet yeah i think you're like sort of like a couple piles back closer to the warehouse wall and you can see the uh the other you standing around like arnold and mel but something seems to be going on with mel that you can't quite tell but that's got everybody's sort of attention pulled to it um mel's telling both dogs that they have to get along that we sure. all have to live together sure. um yeah. share all of the same kibble i get it gareth Back I'll to have the story. Bowls. We'll yeah. put a can different I, collar on. Sort of back can to I, the narrative. Uh, can Gareth. I try something with the doppelgareth? Please. Can I, this is risky. This is ballsy maneuver. Can I try to take his wallet? <laughs> I know where I keep it. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, <laughs> fuck it. Yeah, go for it. Give me a slight of hand it, check. Here's the thing. If it works, I do have a plan for this. I have fully lost control of this episode, you guys. Like, I just want to be so straight with you. Is that... Wait, I told you I break everything. No What you get? 28? No way. He did. He did. <gasps> this natural 20 was sponsored by Libra Arcana. <laughs> All right, all right, all right, all right. That's a 27, by the way. Fuck, hang on. I got to look something up. Uh, Gareth, you reach into this uh, fake use pockets, and with your nat 20, like, you're literally walking into the clearing that everybody is in, um, but you're so shrouded in metaphorical darkness, a la uh, Batman, that you're literally invisible. Hell and yeah. you uh, reach into the cargo pocket of this rogue's cargo robes. Just a fun phrase to say for me. Nice. Cargo uh, robe? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it's like Gareth a robe, but with car- so cargo many robes. pockets. There's oh, all, okay, it's all, oops, all pockets. All pockets. Got it. Um, got it. I'm good. But it's everything Gareth, we've ever wanted in a dress, Aaron. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. You reach into the pocket where you know you keep your wallet right up against the cheek. Um, and your, your fingers touch nothing. Empty pocket. It's mirrored. It's mirrored. <laughs> Touch the other cheek. Touch the other cheek. Well, I, well, first of all, I just saying I would know if the inventory was mirrored because I showed my knife and it was in the same spot, right? So I would know. Unless there's fuckery afoot. Sure. Okay. Anyway, I think um, I think I'd now take the opportunity. I kind of circle around back, so I'm. Emerging, making myself known to the group, but I'm not coming from behind Faux Gareth. I'm coming from but behind Anthony and Mal. Mm-hmm. So I make myself known to the group. I'm, I mean, as soon as I see that, Gareth, I'm going to point an arrow at whichever one's closest to me. And I'm going to go, ah, ah! <laughs> like And I'm going to remind everybody not to touch anything or shoot anything. Yeah, I, I agree with most of that. Um... Now, there seems to be some, to quote God, fuckery afoot. <laughs> I was on uh, board with two dogs, but two Garrets, I cannot manage that. Wow, wow. Yeah, so you may have guessed that there seems to be some sort of duplication here, but fret not, I have come here with surefire proof that I'm Gareth, and he is a fake. And I turn to, I turn to Arnold. Arnold! Besides you, my best friend, what do I care about more than anything? Uh, money and your knife? Yeah, you nailed it, actually. And so I take out my, my, my purse of coins. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, Gareth, where's your money? You never leave home without it. Uh, Gareth reaches into his robes, pulling the cargo pockets over this glinting orange knife uh, and reaches into a pocket and... There's a moment of amusement sliding through Garrett's eyes behind his circular shades, and he pulls out a leather whale tail with a chicken egg-sized gem at the end of it, and he smiles. I th- Ooh, fuck. I think Gareth is going to have to make a constitution check no. to not check his pocket where he knows he keeps it. You're going to make that with disadvantage, Garion. Yeah, but I'm still making the roll. Yeah, yeah, do it. The first one, holy fuck, that is a four. (laughs) 
so unless somehow I roll less than that, I think I know what my roll is. And that was a 20. Cool. So four. Okay. So, uh, Gareth, you, you actually, you, I mean, you narrate for yourself. You're you. I mean, yeah. As I confidently, you know, Jacques, uh, this guy does not pull out his money, but instead pulls out the fucking, the thing. And I immediately go to check the hidden pocket of myself to make sure I still, you know, when you tap your pocket to see your phone still in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same thing. Uh, you go to slap your pocket, Gareth, and your po- and your hand touches nothing. God damn it, we got Sorcerer Stoned. Motherfucker, we got Mirror of Eris edited. <laughs> so fuck JK Rowling. Um, so Anthony, I'm Rowling. gonna need, or, or Arnold, um, I don't, I don't fucking know who's who. He's your best friend. Ask them both something that only real Gareth would know. Yeah, okay, yeah, I, let's just do the so, clone thing. Alright, okay, I go no, I'm gonna say to the other one. I'm gonna say Arnold would know immediately that Gareth would never just take out the the stone. He would never. Sure. I would not do that straight. That's up. not no, that's you the would, dumbest no, 100%. thing. Like I even he made already... a will save to not give away what pocket yes. it might be in. Like I, like I know for a fact he's already looked at me to make a fake stone. He would at no point ever, as a character, take out that stone. What Arnold's gonna do, which Arnold isn't great at, is lie. And act like he thinks that the fake uh, Gareth is the real Gareth. He's going to be like, this is my friend Arnold. This is my friend Gareth. This is my friend Gareth. I know this for a fact. Gareth, just let me let me see the stone. I will hide it. For you. Don't, don't let them take it. And I'm going to try to see if, like, Gareth acting because he's my best friend will let me take the stone from him. Okay, 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 okay. Um... That sounds like a persuasion check? Yes. Okay. BB, while Arnold makes this roll, I'm very curious as to what your thoughts are in the sort of like fuckery that's happened in your in your workshop. She just wants him to leave. She <laughs> wants to figure out how she can copy this stone. Maybe if all if all three of them love it enough, then it can get duplicated and they can take it with them and just skedaddle. Okay, okay, okay. Arnold, what'd you get? I got a 24. You roll that damn. No, no, I just have a plus oh, okay. seven. Okay. Jesus. <laughs> Holy shit. All right, cool, cool. Um, Gareth with the stone looks at you and moves involuntarily you can see that the muscles like gyrating its foot forward move like of their own volition and like don't like it's clearly it doesn't want to step forward but it almost like like moves forward like a robot being commanded to do so and then takes another step and another step and holds the stone out to you with a hand that like quivers and shakes i say oh thank you gareth and i i put it i grab it and i put it in my pocket okay it feels exactly like the stone of galore okay and now you and, and you stash it in a pocket okay fair enough I, I, I think gareth the real one will come in here with an idea like all right before we start doing the whole no i'm the real gareth um by the way it's me um <laughs> i have an idea now the wonderful shop owner here who by the way has never actually told us told us her name we just kind of figured it out uh, oh, yeah, shit, I've been using it. Sorry, maybe. It's uh, fine. The she said she gave it to us in exposition, which counts. Yeah, yeah. 
she has said that the warehouse is responsible for the duplication. So, what if we just go outside and see if the duplicates remain? Alex, you're so fucking mad, aren't you? No. I <laughs> am fine. What do you, you remember doing? earlier when I said I had a great idea, but I wasn't with you guys, so I couldn't say it? Yeah. That was the idea. Cool. Um, Mel would be sad about probably losing Stefan Diggs. <laughs> but she would understand that it needs to happen. So begrudgingly, she would say, all right, we will do this. Let's leave. What does Doppelgareth think of this idea? Doppelgareth... I think Doppelgareth is frozen in place. I think Doppelgareth is frozen where he was forced to let go of the leather thong. Doppelgareth kind of got played, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I'm like, not thrilled about it as the as the arbiter of the of the character, but as the as the curator of the story, I'm fucking stoked as hell. <laughs> He Arnold just, takes out a mugged. notebook and he writes down Doppelgareth, like, uh, because he, he's going to get a tattoo of his new best friend, like, at some point. He just has two he's just going to have two tattoos of Gareth. <laughs> <laughs> All right. They, uh, they should dance. It's like, that, it's like that thing where it's, like, Gareth and then his own name, but inverted underneath it, so it's just... Oh, it's an animal. turn it around. <laughs> okay, uh, you guys go outside, and, uh, BB, are you going with or are you staying here? Oh, I'm definitely going with. I've got to see. Okay, okay, never okay. Had it. The fact that you have not yet broken character is so fucking impressive to me, Aaron. Just like mad props. Um, I mean, so I've broken Arnold, character like 12 times. So I, yeah, it's amazing. Arnold goes first, then uh, one of the Gareths, and uh, Mel, you go, and Josh Pat barks and comes after you. And a Gareth and a Josh Patrick stand at the door. Oh, and BB also goes out. Sorry. Well, hold on. Um, isn't isn't Doppelgareth frozen in place? He moves, actually. As okay. you guys are walking out, he sort of, like, forces himself to move. And they stand at the door uh, right, at, right at the threshold. Like, Josh Pat's nose is, like, right on the, on the border of the door. And fake Josh Pat looks up at Gareth. And Gareth reaches up and grasps his own hairline. And oh, like a, a fucking Scooby-Doo, like... With a fluid motion, he steps beyond the bounds of the warehouse and pulls his skin off his head. Oh, God. And you are looking at a navy blue, skinless humanoid with it's pale fucking... silver eyes with Isn't no nose or mouth. Isn't that an X-Man? It's not an X-Man. Wait, are you sure? Um, Wasn't she played sure. by Scarlett Johansson? No and nose or mouth. No nose or mouth. Does it's it hands and navy blue? Ear? Like denim? Is he Jared? Is it's he Jenkins? Like <laughs> I'm absolutely having nightmares about this tonight, by the way. Yeah, I'm this also having nightmares me. about oh, Jared. Yeah. <laughs> Jared is terrifying. <laughs> Jared. <laughs> uh, it's hands and in. Um, almost like chitinous talons, like fingernails that consume its whole finger. And uh, it looks at you with these curious reflective silver eyes and each of you hear its voice echo in the halls of your mind. My mind it has says, like our mind, mind palace, has halls. Or, may, or maybe for our you, mind Diana, palace. Your in mind, the back of mind, my mind. Hallway. Uh, it says, 
Um, it has been, it has been some time since our true form was revealed. Oh. It's been. We have hidden for long. Who or How what long are have... you? Also, did nobody try just going outside all this time? Fish, I had two dogs, okay? I, I was, was quite distracted. busy saving my village. There is no way I was. Oh, actually, you know what? If it takes the, if it duplicates whatever they love most, that would be a kind of like siren esque thing. So I take back that snarky comment. Mel was trying to love like Stefan Diggs enough so that Stefan Diggs then gets duplicated. And then, and then that she would call that one Dawson Knox. And then she would try to love that one so that one gets duplicated. And that's how I build my team. Yeah. It is, it is. BB, what are, are you, uh, you, uh, you said you were a half elf or full elf? Full elf. Full elf, okay. Um, it is the elves' mistake, common though it is. We have hidden for long enough to be confused for the warehouse instead of the other way around. The warehouse duplicates nothing. We duplicate everything. Why? Well, then... We, we are lost and separated from our tribe wait if it's not the warehouse then why did coming outside work shouldn't you couldn't you just come outside with us you have a bond amongst you that clearly is greater than what we are capable of fooling so we thought it best to bargain in honesty rather than deceit so Arnold asks what their first name is because he also needs to get a tattoo of whatever. I'm the... so sorry, BB just beat you by an edge, Arnold. <laughs> All right, God. I'm actually just wondering. So you've been in there the whole time, like while I sleep and shower and get dressed. The uh, entire time, yes, we have like allowed you the privacy for your own sort of fleshy needs. Um, none of that is of interest to us. We did. We did see the. We did see the. Are you saying that the person our that you brought back the other needs day are not of interest? <laughs> no, they're, they're just like we gave you privacy. We think girls are icky. Don't worry. <laughs> you did bring back that Tinder date, and we thought that they were below you. <laughs> they're just like girl. Like you can do better. <laughs> We did, see you order three, we did see you order Domino's three times in one night and pretend like you were having a party. Maybe she just had the munchies. Let's not judge people for ordering a bunch of snacks in one night and paying extra to have it delivered because you're too high to go drive and get them yourself. That's Arnold, right. You Arnold. Oh, wait, before? You mean before? He was trying to get his name. Oh, oh I was just saying, I, yeah, I was just asking. Um, so what what exactly are you uh, and what is your name? Because I, I get a tattoo of all my best friends and you're 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 someone if you look exactly like my best friend. I, I just want to know who you, who you are. We go by many names. Uh, we are known as the hanged men, the ones that come before and after the doubles. Uh, our so bigger names. than three inches or like yes three inches is average. massively tiny it's it's infinitesimally smaller than the wow. average <laughs> <laughs> uh 
Um, so this creature uh, sort of regards you and says, um, it is perhaps time for us to leave this post. It has been an acceptable shelter for us, but the bond we have seen with you reminds us of the bond that we had with the rest of us, and perhaps it is time to find our others. Yeah, it's definitely time. Get out. I do do have one question before you, as she said, get out. <laughs> uh, how did you sorcerer stone that gemstone from my pocket back there? Because I'm a pretty ga- damn good pickpocket, and I feel like I would have noticed. Oh. Uh, Gareth, there is a tearing of flesh as a mouth appears in this creature's face and like rips itself into existence and there are shining silver very perfectly square teeth behind it. The crazy you did all that just a reference. smile? And, oh. it's, and it says some secrets are beyond this plane. Oh, Be so you wa- teleported it. Be wary small man that is no trinket you carry hold on and then i think uh in He's a flash average sized this creature turns into a pixel image duplicate of bb oh! and there's like a there's like a rustling behind it and then a second bb comes out of the warehouse like and this. then a third and then and a then, fourth no, 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 it's just oh two. why does there get to be more bbs but not more josh pants Sad for you. And both BBs walk off into the darkness and uh, are lost to the shadow. Oh, but my butt looks cute walking away. <laughs> you know what, BB? Your ass looks amazing. Thank you. I, I think Gareth just like looks at them walking off and then he looks back at the group and goes, what the fuck was that, small man? <laughs> You're perfectly average size, Gareth. Look, this has been I'm a the very, average height like, for re- men in You are, absolutely. This has been a very weird weird time i i don't understand what's going on i'm not gonna lie i'm i we just wanted a duplicate of the of this here, here's, stone here's that's it that's all we wanted we really just wanted a piece of glass that looked like the gem to confuse people we wanted like decoys did not expect like actual real duplicates that would have been the opposite of what we needed by the way, Arnold, can I have that back, please? <laughs> so, okay, I do want to look in my pocket and just make sure, is that the actual gem that I have? Which, do I feel it? Which one? The Stone uh, of Galore. The Stone the of Galore. From like Doppelgareth. I took it from Doppelgareth. I just want to, like, feel in my pocket and make sure it's still there and that I still have it. Right, which one? Which pocket, or what do you ask? No, me? there's two of them in there. I have two? Wow, really? Okay. Where did you get uh, two? Where did mine go? I don't know, but we got to do... I mean, that's what we wanted. Wait, can so I now we just, don't know which one is which, so now we put, need to guard yeah, both Can I put them. my hand in my pocket and kind of like, like not David Bowie? Hey, hey Arnold, that. never ever do that to me again. Can I, can I just Can I just really get in there? Can I just, <laughs> it was so long, I just got to feel those so stones. Long. Let me just feel those stones. <laughs> okay. I want to I want to juggle those balls is what I want to do is the thing. I want like, to gargle those balls. <laughs> I need to know. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um give me an investigation check, please, Anthony. You got it. 
investigate those balls. Investigate those balls. Investigate these nuts. Investigate these nuts. Oh, it's if that's not our episode title, I swear to Christ. <laughs> Twitter, Twitter, listen to me, Twitter. I know that you've already voted by the time this episode is out, but I swear to God. <laughs> investigate Anthony. these nuts. Um, so I investigated those nuts. I got a 23. <laughs> okay. Anthony, massively unfortunately for you, these nuts are indistinguishable from each other. <laughs> One's not like a little bigger than the other. No, they have the same amount of veins and the same amount of heft. Wait, can I try? Like, and they're on symmetrical sides of the sack too, right? Right, <laughs> equidistant from the seam. Okay, well, since since at the this seam. point, <laughs> since at this point, BB has made no attempt or shown no interest in these stones. Like, I don't well, feel. Well, like hang I, on, hang on. I've been laughing over BB for the last thirty seconds. <laughs> BB, That's do fair. you have any interest in these nuts? In, in these nuts? Do you have any interest in these nuts? These nuts are not the ones I'm looking for. <laughs> okay. And because of that, Arnold takes both out in his hand and kind of like looks at them mm-hmm. and looks at Gareth and says like, I think we, we have two. We have a whole set of them. Okay. I think that might have actually doubled our problems, but I'll still take them i guess so hang on um so can i or take them. i mean i know this is most likely gonna fail but like what else am i doing in my life um i'm going to hand gareth uh, one of them i'm gonna say hey we hold one of these and i'm going to cast locate object and i know i as a person as a character i've held the stone of galore i'm going to look specifically for that not a stone, an object that looks like it. I'm looking for this thing that I've, I know. With the specific held. one that he has held before. Yes. All right. Arnold. Okay. You cast locate object. And the very unsatisfactory answer that I can give you right now is. Fair. Yep. They both glow. They both they're, glow. They're, they're there. Okay. That's fair. My we, question, we have, though. I'm going to follow up with a question is uh, what is the price that BB demands for successfully duplicating those rocks that you're holding in your hands? I mean, uh, I think I mean, the price BB was being really pest control and anything, getting those guys out of her uh, warehouse. Right. Right. Fair. Oh, okay. I mean, I was just going to ask for some, some hugs cause I've been by myself for so long, <laughs> but Bet you guys feel like fine. dicks. Yeah. Can I immediately do like the, like, the That's like fine. office gif of like 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 just like jump hug like oh god like attack hug I need this yeah, so he bad he right launches now. himself I've been through so much I need a hug no one's even tried a little um, Mel's yeah. not a hugger unless you're a yeah, dad. I don't think Gareth or Mel are big huggies so yeah so when she says she was just gonna ask for a hug I'm just gonna hug I don't care I know like Fuck it's yeah. a fantasy I'm going for it like I Arnold think Mel and Gareth shake hands. <laughs> very cordially very cordially. yeah 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 okay uh BB, okay. the half elf wraps you in i'm gonna say a very very well warm hug oh that's so nice sugar get a tattoo of you also just so you know that's okay i'm fine with it the more uh, me the better you you could probably use the shower though, all of you. I just feel like you should all know. Yeah, that. It's been a rough. It's crazy that that monster replicated my stink. That was weird. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not me though, right? Like, 
Uh, okay. Well, um, on that note, on that great joke that I'm going to cut out of this episode, we're going to end on a better joke. Um, Aaron, really quick before we break, could you tell the audience where to find you on socials and shout out any projects that you have that you would like to promote, if any? Sure. I actually don't have any projects right now. So um, you can find me on socials at Lost in Austin with an underscore at the end on Twitter. And um, that's it. Yeah. No, I don't have any. I have some podcasts coming up, but not not close enough to promote. That'd be so fun. I actually always had this idea of like the greatest prank ever somewhere in my house. I'm going to hide a note that just says, if I'm found dead, then Alex did it, for example. And then when I die of something completely natural, they're going to find that note and assume that Alex somehow murdered me. Yeah. And that'll just be real funny for me if there's an afterlife. If there's not, I don't care. I'm dead. But if there is, I'm really enjoying how this plays out. Oh, dude. Yeah. That, that's one of my favorite things to do in this game I play. You guys know the game Mafia? where there's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's that, but in virtual reality with guns. Uh, my favorite thing to do is if I like need to get off and I'm like an innocent man, I'll just go up to like some random guy and I'll be like, oh no, cosmic walrus, what are you doing? And then I'll shoot uh, myself in the head. I <laughs> did, <laughs> it did cosmic sound walrus. like you went up to that guy and just jerked off like a little <laughs> yeah. bit. If I have to just get off, off this I just go up and man. I just beat him I'm off. Just I just start gonna, jerking I'm his shit. It's a off. dominance thing, mate. What's you gonna do? It's a dominant thing. It's a mental game, mate. I just All come right, up to you right. and start jerking your shit and you bust everywhere. <laughs>yeah imagine if you will you're somebody who wants to check out the individual members of their favorite DD podcast critically stupid uh-huh. and they're just going through the bios and they see a bunch of things followed by ish and kinda uh or what that's not like me making fun of you that's literally what yours is it's not i know it's an i just feel observation. like no like in this moment i'm just realizing how like uncool i am no yeah, matter no, how much okay. I and try, then, otherwise, like, I, mean, like with, I will never be as cool as Gen Z. It's fine. 